We're back for this will be podcast number four because we lost one. So <laughs> yeah, we four. lost one. Yep, and uh, I'm Kirk Wick, and I'm with David Wick, my son. This is our podcast, and we're going to talk about all kinds of different things. You hadn't listened to the first three. We're going to try and pick a subject, but we're going to go off topic a lot, and uh, hopefully we'll just get some insight into our lives that help us better better our uh, our personal our personal lives, our physical lives, and anything else that... Uh, we feel like talking about. Yeah, and just talking shit. Yeah. This is July 15th, 2018. Yep. I'm coming from North Adams, Michigan, and David's across the continent in uh, California. Yep. All right. So, first thing I want to start off with was... uh, was your workouts? I have to call you out on the podcast. <clears throat> I knew you were going to do that. I knew that was on your list because you wouldn't tell me what you wanted to talk about. So I knew that's what was coming up. Yeah. Okay. What about them? Been so hitting the weights hard. Just, just been hammering the weights. So just so everybody knows, <laughs> if you didn't already know, I I am a personal trainer and exercise physiologist and all this. So I work with my dad on his workout programs. And uh, he's been doing really good all year. I'm feeling the shame but, coming. But uh, but he's hitting a roadblock <laughs> with cardio and conditioning. So that's what we're talking about here. That's why I'm sh- shaming him. <sighs> this so why, how come you uh, didn't do the cardio or conditioning? <laughs> now hold time out. When you said you needed to have an intervention with me about <laughs> my conditioning, you didn't say it was going to be the podcast intervention. Damn it. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I got to give you. On the, I said on the podcast. Yeah, just now. Oh, on no, the I podcast. Said it in the text. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> yep. I am terrible at doing conditioning and aerobic. I hate it. And if I if there's something I'm going to cut out of my week, that's always going to be it. So, did you do a replacement workout for it, or did you just not? Nope. Just not a fourth. Okay. I did not do a fourth workout this week. I did not. What what happened? I the alarm went off at five a.m. <laughs> and I hit snooze about four times, and then just changed the alarm so that I wasn't getting up. Because <laughs> once I hit it that many times, I'm not going to be able to get my workout in anyway. So I just said, forget it. Yeah, and then I had so what, uh, what a, the band had a gig yesterday, and we had extra practice, so I didn't have any available time to do it, do a makeup. I was actually going to do it today, but it was so hot, I went to the pool instead. Well, that's not bad. At least you were doing something. Yeah. I'm always doing something. But... Yep. So when you, when you, what goes through your head when you skip those workouts? Ah, <laughs> Um, this kind of ties into our topic today anyway, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, what goes through my head? Um, I'm a little bit disappointed in myself, but not really that much. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I mean, do only, you do like I'm some more, like uh, s- some negotiating with yourself or anything? No, not usually. It's just okay. Just I, like, eh. I just missed it. Yep, I got my weights work weight workouts in because I like the weight workouts. No, um, I feel more disappointed that I let you down than I let myself down. Because I know I've got to face you. Every time I don't fill in those workouts, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and it was easy, and I have so... to admit, it, it was an easy workout. It really, it looked fairly easy and short. I, I don't have an excuse for not doing it. I probably could have got it done in a half an hour. Oh yeah, that's a quick one. It's not. It's it's just like it's just cardio. It's pretty much it. I know. In my mind, listen. you're just tricking me in another way to do cardio. Cause well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not tricking you. I mean, that's just what it is. <laughs> well, you put the cardio workouts in there, but now you put this workout in disguised. It doesn't say cardio. It says uh, what? What's it say? It says conditioning. Conditioning. Yeah. So. It's well, like it's, it's, it's like camouflage, some type of weights or or body weight or something at least. Yep. But I did get all my other workouts in, so that's good. I'm still hanging in there. I ate really well. Good. Till today, I had some pizza, but it wasn't too bad. Real thin crust. Um, had an olive oil base, mushrooms and chicken. Not terrible. I saw you. Um, you updated your your body fat percentage too on there. Um, what was the was last it, I did? Was your scale working? Yeah, or? I got it working again. Yeah. Okay. What happened? What'd you do? I cleaned it, like you said. <laughs> that seemed <laughs> that to do good. the trick. Yeah, that something must have spilled on it and, and had a film. But my oh yeah. Body weight's been fluctuating on that stupid scale still. I mean, there's a I'll see a five pound difference in one day from one day to yeah. the next. That's normal. Yeah. Water retention and things like that. Yeah, I guess. Um, but oh, but your body fat percentage—if it, you were—that's the lowest you've been all year. Is it? Yeah. So your weight's not as low as it was, but your yeah percentage is down. So well, good. that means you're adding some good muscle. Good. Just good. And losing and losing fat. Then. Perfect. That's exactly what I want to do. Yep. So that's good, at least. Yeah. Now if we just get you to do those... How about how about if I make a deal? Can we make a deal? What? Can you move me, put me back on heavier, low reps? Three a day, and then throw one in one conditioning day, and I promise I'll do the conditioning day? Okay, yeah, we can do that. Awesome. I thought you were going to say no way. <laughs> <laughs> I might not have it done for you this week so you might have to do those same workouts okay for a week but all right how about that's my reward then if i do the four workouts this week then the next week you change them for me okay yeah that sounds good yeah do that because i really didn't like these weightlifting workouts at all yeah there were two they'll be they'll probably help you though when you go back to the heavyweight you'll notice the difference a bit yeah I did lose like some recovery I, and everything. I lost a little bit of strength. I feel, I feel like I did on this last round. Um, mm, we'll see. Yeah, maybe a tiny bit, but I doubt right, much. Right. I mean, your, your squat, your squat. I said you did three sets of eight for two eighty. 
Yep. That's a lot. That's the most I've seen you do. I, well, for eight, yeah. Yeah, I was, I think I did 335 when I was doing four set, or four reps. Yeah, yeah, but for eight, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, they're not full. They're not full. You know, they're down to where I can control it and have good form. So it's not, it's not impressive at all. That's pretty good. I mean. For an old man. And yeah, you know, the other thing is, man, I tell you, after leg day, my back and hips hurt for days. So if you can move leg day to the last day of the week, I would appreciate it because that'll give me the weekend to recover. That's what it was anyways, right? Because you weren't doing the conditioning, so well, yeah. it's the last day. Yeah, that's probably another reason why I didn't really want to do the conditioning, too, because I was hurting so bad. My mobility maybe went, I'll, I'll went to shit. Move the conditioning up then. and That, okay, yeah. Um, no, my mobility was the best it's been this week. Um, and I usually judge it. I judge it a lot by the three reach squats you have me do in, uh-huh. the, in the warm up. By how far when I'm on the middle reach down to the ground, how mu- how f- much of my hands touch the ground. So when I first started, oh. I couldn't touch the ground at all. Mm-hmm. And then I could touch after about a week or two, and then I could get my first knuckles to touch, and then my my second knuckles to touch, and now it was just about my fist this week. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm gaining a little bit more every time. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, so the next thing I wanted to talk about before we get into everything was um, just like tying in from, because last week we were talking about um, like kind of goals and uh, just like planning and stuff. And we were talking about like five-year plan and you asked me mine and stuff. Yeah. And I had nothing. I didn't really have anything, so I decided I should do it since we talked about it a little oh, bit. Oh, great. Great. That's... So I figure if I say it on here, I will uh, be more likely to commit to it. Sure. So let's see. Well, first I did a, well, I did a one-year one year goals I decided to set for myself. So one of them, like in related to like business, I'd like to have 10 clients with my business. By next summer. Internet internet clients, you mean? Internet clients? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, for my personal business, not the gym. Right. Um, then in related like exercise, I want to be able to snatch 225. Oh. So what, I'm what can you do now? How much can you do now? I don't I would. It would be a stretch for me to say I could do 135. Really? Yeah. Because of it's, I'm, I'm just shocked. so weak overhead, like holding weight above my head, I'm just really weak. Wow! But I would think yeah. you would have be able to get that, the momentum of that up and over, up high enough, without your overhead press even hardly. Yeah, I could, I could get it up. I could get more weight than that up, but I can't hold it. Like I, can't, I wouldn't be able to catch it in like an overhead squat position and stand up with it. Oh. Like catching it at the bottom, my mobility isn't good enough. Oh, I, yeah, I get that. And everything mobility. to hold, I just fall, I just lose it and collapse. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's, I think it's a reasonable goal. It's a, it's a long ways, but I just have to work on my mobility, basically. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Go a long way. <laughs> right. 
but I, I think it'll happen. But I messed Good. my shoulder up okay. again, so what'd you do? We'll see. <laughs> what'd you do now? I don't. I don't know what it, it's some kind of like impingement or something. Oh, okay. It's just I always get it because I was doing like bodybuilding style for a little while just to put some muscle back on after my marathon. Uh huh. Um. So I stopped all that now and try to let it heal before I start doing those st- this other stuff. Gotcha. Um, so then a couple other things. Uh, for the one-year goal, I want to visit one country outside of the U.S. Mm. Okay. This is the one-year goal? Which, yeah, and these are all kind of tied into my five-year goal, so that's yeah. kind of why I made some of them. Um, and I already actually kind of have this lined up because I'm going to Canada in September. Okay. In September? Yeah. What's September? So, um, I'm going to, uh, I don't know if I'm, I'll say it to you another time. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it. Okay. All right. No problem. But I I just figured you're going to go from Josh's wedding and head over or something. What? I thought maybe you were going to go when you were here for Josh's wedding. No, that's just in a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay. So all that. Then I still still want us to be doing the podcast. That's another goal. Okay. And then in my combined with like my regular job and my business, I want to make four thousand dollars in one month after taxes. Yeah, you should be able to do that. I should. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a reasonable goal, but it's you just turned down a much. job that paid you almost that much. Yeah, yeah. That's part of why I made that my goal, too. So I didn't waste that opportunity. <laughs> right, yeah, good. So those are my one-year ones. I kind of mixed my personal and business and stuff. Five-year, I'll be 30 years old, for one. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man. That's right. I realized that. Five years, you'll 30 be 30. Years. Wow. Less than five years, really. Yeah. So... First one for like business slash like finances, I want to be able to live off of my business. And for me, living off of it, I didn't really put a number on it. I'm just saying I wanted to be able to pay my bills and be able to like um, afford to travel one weekend every month. Okay, that's that's a really good goal. That's a really good goal. But now you got to break it down and work it backward, right? Say that one more time. You're going to have to break it down and work it backward now because that's a big goal. It's going to have a lot of steps in it, you know. Yep, yeah. That's why I put the one-year goal of 10 clients. Yeah. And so from there, hopefully a little bit of exponential growth. Yeah. Um, That'd be good if you could could do that by 30 and be able to travel, you know, at least around the country. You know, one, yeah. one weekend a month, that'd be great. And and even if you could tie that in with your business, well, yeah, that'd that's be even kind of better. Too. That way the business pays for it. Yep. Yeah. I have that kind of, too, in my goals. So, um, so also with my business, I want it to be the number one, like, online health coaching in the country. So... There's ways I could do that, having, like, magazines or something, you know. I love it. Saying that I am. I love it. Wow. Um, I'd like I'd like to have a couple coaches, like, employed under me. 
working with the business. And then for like a personal goal, which it kind of would relate to the business, but not necessarily, I want to present at one of the, like a national conference from one of the like associations I'm part of and stuff like NSCA or ACE or something, which is really doable. That's not really that hard. I want to teach a college course in exercise, be fluent in Spanish and visit at least four countries. Man, that's good goals. I love it. I love them. That, those are almost perfect goals. You know, I would, well, if they might be perfect goals. You know, they're, they're hard. They're really hard to accomplish, but they're not impossible. They're within your grasp in that time yeah. frame. But it means you gotta yeah, work really so. hard. That's good. Those are really, really, yeah. you've done some work. You've done some thinking about this for a while. It shows. Yeah, I just took it a couple hours one day and thought about it. Oh, and I want to be able to play a song on the guitar. Like, good. Play it good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in five years or one year? That's a five year, just because uh, I don't even have my guitar or anything. Yeah, so. I'm saying I'm looking at it right it's now. It's my number one priority. <laughs> I just think it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And that gives you a more rounded, you know, a rounded life, too, I think. You need you need some kind of art in there. And music is a good fun yeah, part. Yeah. yeah, I like music, too, and I can't draw or anything, so... That works. And I think you draw, yeah, you never know. You could take art class, I mean, if you really wanted to draw, but. Um, yeah, maybe. You can learn it. I don't really care too much about it, though. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> wow, that's really good. I was surprised to hear that. I didn't expect to hear that. I don't know what to say. Other than I think they're great, great goals. Great goals. I'm. Yeah, I'm going like to hold them. your feet to the fire now the next few podcasts and see, you know, make sure you've worked them backwards and got your steps in and and done all that and wrote, and wrote them down in a in a format that's easy to understand and see to get to and some with little small goals reaching those that you can, you know, check off and say, okay, I did that, I did that, now i got to go here and then have a plan to reevaluate yeah. every few months. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to do that next. Sounds awesome. Though. All right, so uh, anything else you wanted to talk about before we get into our main subject? Not really. I think we're ready to go. I don't know. I was just thinking about. Oh, how was your? How was your? Go ahead. How was your gig? How was your gig? Oh, I don't know if I want to talk about it. It was so bad. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, it was really bad. I mean, it was just kind of a mess around gig to begin with. We were just playing yeah. two, two hours at a, a fundraiser for Legion Riders. Yeah. And I get a text message from the guitar player at three o'clock when they were supposed to be, they were supposed to be leaving at three to get here at three thirty to head out. And I get a text message that says the drummer's drunk already. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's about how it went. And then we got to the gig. And we played a couple songs, and they were going. It was going actually going really well. And then we were told to turn down because we were way too loud. They said. Now you got to remember, this is an indoor small hall place with. 
I would say the majority of the people that were there at the time were over 70 years old. And we were playing rock and roll. Um, so that was a little bit down there. When we turned down, everything went to hell. Everything fell apart. And, uh, just because, like, just the environment or what? Yeah. Uh, the drummer couldn't play quiet. He just had a hell of a time. Oh, and yeah. he was drunk and, um, so, yeah, it was terrible. And then we took that, after that set, we decided we're just going to turn up anyway because most of the old people were gone. <laughs> and there really was, I mean, seriously, there was maybe, maybe ten people there. Yeah. And then by the third set, um, there were two people. And that was it, so it was aw- okay. It was awful. So we just cheered it yeah. as a practice, but Yeah. It was nice to get up and That's... you know, it was a good a, you know, a good learning experience. Yeah. We've got to keep an eye on that... Rich, Richie now. That is hard to play the drums quiet though. Oh yeah, he especially was... for the for the music you guys play, it's not like yeah. soft music. I mean, yeah, he was having a hard time. Well, yeah, oh, at least well. you guys got the got out there. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. We got a few other gigs coming up. It'll go better. All right. So I wanted to talk about habits. This guy thought it'd be interesting, interesting subject. It kind of ties in with what we were talking about before with goals and. Um, some of the philosophy stuff we were talking about. Um, because I, I just know that a lot of things in my life that are habit, um, some are good and some are bad. And going from there, yeah, I don't know. But uh, I'd like to focus it and maybe delve in and see if we can talk about and, and wrap our heads around why the good habits are so hard to attain and the bad habits are so hard to lose. Do you have any thoughts on the subject? Are you there? You're frozen on my screen. I hear a word. And you're breaking up on me too. I can't hear hear you if you're talking and the screen is frozen. This is great. And you know what? I think it happened as soon as I went on the internet. And my phone's super Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Are you there? Yeah, I just turned off my video to see if maybe that would get us back on real quick. No, <clears throat> I went on the internet on my phone, and I think that's what did it. Oh. But all my notes, okay. are, well, all my notes and things about what I wanted to talk about are on my phone. <laughs> oh, can you just like screenshot it real quick or something? Yeah, maybe I can. I'll do it. And then just use it without. Oh, the my phone is really hot. I don't know what's going on there. Okay, let me get a few. Well, first I'm just going to read this. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. It seems to be working okay right now. So, This is, is the Wikipedia definition of a habit. 
A habit is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. So with that in mind, you couldn't hear what I was saying, but what I wanted to really delve into was, you know, I've noticed with my workouts and my eating and a lot of things that I do, um, you know, getting back into a new job, I've had to develop some habits. And I noticed that the the habits that you want to put in place that will help your day go easier or your life go better or things that you just want to change and, and develop a habit doing are really difficult to establish. Yep. And bad habits, things you don't want to do, you don't like to do, like eating junk food at night or, you know, uh, me, I tap my hand all the time subconsciously or whatever it happens to be your bad habit that you do are super difficult to lose. You drop those habits and to stop doing them. I wanted to talk about that a little bit and maybe we could wrap our heads around some of this stuff and that'll help help uh, develop some good habits, some ways we can find out, help ourselves to... Uh, Establish solid, good habits, and maybe learn how to ease our ease our way off of the bad ones. Yeah. So there was a couple things I had here that I pulled up on the internet. Yeah, after you texted me that too, I was looking at stuff only really quick. I was reading like a quick article or two about habits and. There was this one recently. It said something about like neuroscientists finding a finding some specific neuron that habits being linked to. Really? Yeah, but that's about all. It really it didn't really get into much more than that. Just saying that maybe they they may have found something like that. But they didn't say whether it helped you. It created the habits or why or anything like that. Then, huh? No, I think it was like, I read a couple different ones, so I might, hopefully I'm not mixing them all together, but it's something, you know, like, like, um, like pleasure, you know, like when they hook people up to an MRI, you know, they see their, Which, their response to the pleasure that they get Yeah. when it's linked to certain things. So I would imagine, I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of chemical response. So maybe that's how they did it. Um, just had them go out their day, and when they did things with that were habitual, they spotted what what parts of the brain lit up. Yeah, well, I mean, something like that. I mean, because they're on an MRI, so they can't really be walking around. But the biggest thing that I saw when I looked up on the internet, which really started to make me think, <clears throat> um, because I never thought of it in this way. This is a quote by Octavia Butler. I don't know who this person is. Uh, this comes from Farnham Street Blog. The title of the blog is Habits versus Goals, and look at the benefits of a systematic approach to life. And the quote that caught my attention was, it says, First, forget inspiration. You know, everyone wants to be, i got to get motivated. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. 
habit is more dependable. Habit will sustain you whether you're inspired or not. Habit is persistence in practice. So we always look, you know, we, we get motivated, we get inspired when we want to go in and, and lose weight. We want to go in, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in a month. I'm going to do this. I'm pumped up. I'm going to watch all these inspirational videos, all these people on Facebook who's work on the workout page. Um, you know, I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to look at this Instagram post because it gets me pumped up every day and inspired. But what he's saying here is don't waste your energy on the inspirational things. Work on your habits because habits are free. Once you develop a habit for what you want to do, you don't think about it. So it doesn't waste your energy of what you have to think about to do that day. Because your mind can only focus on so much. And if you have to think about that, it's just another waste of what you could be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not reliable. So I, I yeah. thought that was really cool. Um, and what they do, what they were saying, on how to introduce some of that, was like, uh, so if you want, here's what they were saying. You want to learn a new language. We could decide we want to be fluent in six months, like you're, you had the goal of being fluent in Spanish. It says if we want to new, learn a new language, you could decide that you want to be fluent in six months, or instead of having that goal, you could say we could, you could commit to 30 minutes of practice each day to create a habit. Yeah. Where the end goal would probably be the same or better. But if you create the habit, you're much more likely to continue with it forward on long term. Whereas if you say, okay, I've got this goal, I want to learn how to speak Spanish in a year. Okay, there it is. But I'm like some of that needs to be set down into something that creates habits. And that'll be much more reliable and successful that way. Or they have another one that says, we want to read more books. We could set the goal to read 50 books by the end of the year, or we could decide to always carry a book with us. Or read 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Something like that. We want to spend more time with our families. We could plan to spend more, we could plan to spend seven hours a week with them, or we could choose to eat dinner with them each night. So it doesn't matter what aspect of your life, how you look at those goals, instead of you know, using the goal as motivation constantly, just create a habit with small victories consistently, day in and day out, and then you'll be more likely to attain those goals. I thought, yeah. that, was, I thought that was pretty cool. A different way, a totally different way to look at it. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I have always, I think that's kind of what I've been taught. Also, like in school, we have to learn a lot about coaching and setting goals and stuff like that. And I mean, that's always my goal as a coach is to get people to create good habits because that's going to be way more, like that's going to last them a long time rather than making a quick change or something. So it's, I mean, I think goals and habits are still like, intertwine like the way you're explaining it like the, the article is explaining it 
those little habits are still goals. You know, if you say like, oh, I'm going to read 10 minutes a day, that's still a goal to read 10 minutes a day. Yes. But you're creating a habit out of that goal. Of the mini goal to reach the, the big goal, yeah. But I think the headline, to... the, the quote within that, which really got me, though, was forget forget about spending the time on the inspiration. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. While it's inspiring, feels good, it makes you feel good, and is it, it's such a short-lived um, motivation that you can't rely on it to where if you build that that habit, particularly over years, yeah, it, it will just become natural and be easy. Yeah, it's it's extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation. True. Which like ex- extrinsic motivation doesn't it's not long long lasting. That's what those YouTube videos are when yeah. you watch that. That's another thing. Like when I'm, you know, working with clients, I'm trying to. I don't I don't want someone that needs to be that needs me to inspire them. Because they're not gonna do it, like they're not gonna be in the long run. Yeah, and it's like I mean, you know, sometimes you know you need a little motivation and things like that, but you have to have it within. You have to want something, or else you're not gonna do it. Right. It's like someone that if you try to get someone to quit smoking, well, their whole family's like, oh, you know, quit smoking. So they're like, okay, I'll try, but they don't really want to. They're not going to. Right. It's just not gonna happen. So I, I mean, that kind of all ties in like that. Yeah, and it's like you um, you are working out. You know, you've you've created a habit for yourself over the last six months, or it's definitely definitely a habit now. It's definitely and now it's just habit. part of your life, right? You don't yes. really uh, have to think too much about it. Not like a chore necessarily. No, no. the The other workouts are though they're different to me. I yeah. look at them differently mm-hmm. in my mind, and that's that's the issue and the habit that I need to change. Because I have a hard time getting to the gym four or five times a week. It's difficult because of, you know, busy life, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's a night that I don't sleep well, to me, sleeping is more important. Getting a decent night's yeah. sleep is more important to me than getting that, that workout in. And then in my head... My weight pro, my weight days are more important than my cardio days to me right now. Um, so that's where I just start, I put him on a scale, a level, you know, this is the most important, this is the next important, okay, this is the least, that is what I'm gonna eliminate. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that's totally on feel for me, you know, I just like, I like doing the weight workouts. So I'm more likely likely to do them. Yeah, I like I like doing the other workouts. I mean, I still enjoy them, um, but they're very difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, just uh, and they're not they're difficult. They're aerobically difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like not being able to breathe. That's a big. That's a big deal to me. Being tired and exhausted and muscle sore and muscle fatigue don't doesn't bother me. But the, the not breathing thing is awful. Okay, because everything with that high intensity is just it's tough. Yeah, it's really. Tough. Yeah. So, you know, tying it back to the habit thing, you before you were 
you know, before this last six months, you weren't really lifting, right? No, very sporadically, as you know. I lift so, for a week and then quit, and then three months later, I lift for four weeks and quit, and then three months later. Yeah. So I, how did you create that habit? I don't know. Just sticking to it. when um, Forcing yourself to do it kind of no matter what. Well, I kind of enjoyed it, too. I wanted to do it. But I was kind of sick of where I was at physically, you know, my looks. I look in the mirror and I disgusted yeah. myself. That, that, so it was kind of, it, that's kind of what it mostly was. I was just sick of looking so, at a fat, flabby, bad bod. So it's the, like we said, it's the intrinsic motivation. You wanted to do it. And so, you know, you had that, that in, in you that you actually wanted to do this and you knew it was helping you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now, if you let's you know, still talking about the conditioning days, you don't think it's going to help you? No, I I do know it will help me. I know or it will not help enough. Me. You don't think it'll help enough to make it worth it for you? I think in my mind, and what I like right now is I've seen what's been motivating me is muscle growth. Seeing changes in my body where muscles were never at before. Yeah. So the idea of doing the aerobics in order to lose the fat doesn't motivate me. Where gaining muscle yeah. motivates me. Uh-huh. I know I need uh, I... to lose the fat. I know the muscles will show better if I lose the fat. But I know there won't really be much muscle growth with that particular workout. So when I cut something out, it's that. Whereas when I I was triathlon training, it was the exact opposite. I would always get my aerobic workouts in, and if I had to skip anything, it was the weight room. Yeah. Because it was different goals. So now it's topsy-turvy, flipped around, and I don't know. What do you suggest? What do you think? Well, I think you're thinking about it wrong. So for you are thinking in your head that, you know, the weight training, you're going to gain all this muscle and you're going to see your muscle better. But if you if you keep the muscle that you have and then you lose fat, you're going to it's going to show and it's going to look like you have more muscle. So everything that you're seeing in the mirror is going to you know, be a dramatic difference if you didn't have all the fat covering it up. Because, like, when you said you're seeing muscles that you didn't see before, you didn't just, like, they're not, like, new things. They were in your body this whole time. Well, yeah, but they're bigger. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger, but also you're leaner, too. So they're showing more. But I've been leaner than this, and I did not see those muscles before. Are you sure you were leaner, like, in terms of body fat percentage? Yeah, because I was down to 205. That's that. Yeah, but you probably had a lot less muscle. I did have less muscle, but I'm, I was, I think I was, I think I was right around 19 or 20 percent at that time when I did calipers back then. So very similar. No, I'm similar percent, similar percentage. Well, not 
it was about there's an three, error but yeah error measurement for either of those things you know is three sure. to five percent so sure. you're right there sure but fe- with feeling feeling the fat on my body I, w- I mm-hmm. had less fat on my body then I did I had less fat yeah so may- maybe that's kind of like that might also be in your head a little bit too maybe because I mean I've been you know, 15 pounds lighter than I am now, but I know that I wasn't the same. I wasn't as lean, even though I was way lighter, just didn't have the same amount of muscle. Right. Yeah. Oh, I definitely had a lot less muscle. Definitely. I was just, actually, I just looked at a couple pictures from back then and I looked at myself and my God, I was skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't have any muscle. Yeah. But that's, I'm just saying, I think Maybe you're thinking about it in the wrong way, and that's why you're not able to see the value in it, almost. Even You know the value in your head, I know that, but you're not really accepting the value of it, I think. You know, I accept it, but I just want the muscles to get bigger. That's the thing. Because <laughs> I'm still not where I want to be yet. So you don't care about weighing anything? I do. You'd rather weigh 300 pounds than... No. No. 200 if it means having to lose any muscle. No. No. You're exaggerating there. It's, yeah, I know I need to lose weight, but it's not as motivating to me as building muscle. But I think, but but I'm, you're just looking at the building muscle in the wrong way. How big do you want to be? How much more muscle do you want? I I don't know, but I want my shoulders to be a little bit bigger. Do you want them to be bigger, or do you want them to be defined? They're defined now. They're definitely defined right now. So, but I so want, why do you want, I want a little bit bigger, more? Because they look, they don't look proportionately the way I want to look yet. What's the proportion you want to look? <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't how are you going to know then? When I look in the mirror and go, that looks pretty good. So, well, what's the proportion? Like, proportionate to what? Uh, I don't know. There's just not a bump here like I would like. A little bit bigger bump. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? A little bit more traps, yep. even. Um, a little bit bigger biceps. Not much. A little bit. And mm-hmm. and keep developing these lower lats that I've that have come from nowhere that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But a little so, bit more, not a whole lot, but a little bit. Okay, yeah, I. But I understand what you're saying. It's taken a long time to get the little bit, but and that's yeah. what motivates me. I see those things, and I go, "Wow." Mm-hmm. Now, don't you think? Let's say you, let's say your muscle growth slowed down just a little bit, but there's still muscle growth, and at the same time, you lost fat. Doesn't it make sense to be way more I'm laughing of a because difference you're I'm, seeing in the mirror? I'm laughing because I know where you're going and I know the truth in it. <laughs> and I can't think of anything to <laughs> to deny about it. Um, yeah, it, it, I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. But I, I think I might look a little skinnier too. No, not if you don't. I just Like I said, you wouldn't lose any muscle. Right, right. You would still keep on gaining muscle. Yeah. You would just also lose fat at the same time. Right. And give me that a better V look. Yeah, or but maybe 
maybe that's part of the problem in your head. Because there's always been this like misconception that you can't do both. You can't gain muscle and you can't lose fat at the same time. But I know I see that with like um, the majority of my clients. I see it every month. So I know it's it works. So maybe there's something in that in your head. It could be. And it could be just that my, you know, we're six months in now. So the muscle growth is slower. You know, so I don't see the, mm-hmm. I don't see the changes as quickly. So it takes longer to see things too. And that, you know, is less motivating. And that makes me like, oh no, I, yeah. I need to work harder on the weights, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. That's the automatic thing you want to think. Yeah. So. But you can still do both. You can work hard on both. <sighs> I hate when you, when you make sense. You get me with my own logic. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Alright, what do I do, Guru? What do I do to make what do I do to make those uh, cardio workouts habits then? Well I think like we said, I think you have to see it has to come from that intrinsic motivation. You know, like we were just talking that's why I was I mean it okay. like that. Here's what we're gonna do. Like, just do it. You're gonna lose fat. Let's do something that I think will be better, a better measurable for me. When we okay. get done with the podcast, let's uh, get on, and you're going to do all the measurements for me again, like we did when I first okay. started in January. Okay. Let's do all the body part measurements, including the waist, because really the waist is the only place I need to lose weight. That's it. My, my torso. Yeah. That's it. Everything yeah, else is very one. is pretty damn lean. Everywhere else is, yeah. is pretty lean. So I'm holding mm-hmm. a lot of fat in my torso. Yeah, that's normal. All yeah, men. Right. So let's take all those measurements and compare them. You have all the numbers from when I started, right? Yeah. Let's do that. That that might motivate me to, to do that part. Okay. I'm hoping. We'll do that. Yeah. Because we're probably due anyway since it's been six months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Okay, so so we 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 got your intervention anyways. There. Done. Yeah, intervention's <laughs> done. So how do I create the habit? Once we've done that. So I think well, that's we just got on the discussion by starting about is it, you know, I was saying that I thought like the goals and the habits were a little more related than that article was kind of implying. I thought. Yeah. I don't think they were applying they're not related. I think what they really wanted to get to, because we I only dealt, delve into the very beginning of the article, I think it was yeah. it was saying more that in order to reach a goal, use habits more than you use motivation. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what that was about. Yeah, that makes sense. So, give me some pointers. What do you think? Habits, changing habits. How do I... How do I do that? You know me. You know how I am. You know my well, personality. Think, well, like I mean, I think you just—I think you just have to believe in it. Or I, or I think—I mean, I think that you're a disciplined enough person that you can make yourself do it. Also, you're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of on you to. Uh... Come on, you're getting closer. You could do this. I know you can do it. You know me. What was, what's it going to take to get me to do it? 
I don't know. You just got to do it. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what you might say. <laughs> You're being too nice. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but I've already given you a lot of shit about it, so <laughs> that hasn't worked the last three weeks. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm trying a little, some positive reinforcement, you know. All right. Fair enough. I mean, I could say, I could call you a pussy and say you're not. Now you're that. getting there. <laughs> now you're getting to where I wanted you to go. <laughs> now you'll start to hit my triggers now. <laughs> now that's that's the motivation that the motivation I need, not the habit, but the motivation. Because the motivation I, to kick, kick start the habit. Yes, because if I wake up in the morning at five o'clock when that alarm goes off, and I want to hit that snooze alarm, and I see your face there calling me a pussy for hitting the snooze, that's gonna motivate <laughs> me to get my ass up and do the workout. <laughs> so that's kind of extrinsic, um, extrinsic. So yeah, there's there's a term, there's another term for that too, and I can't remember. But yeah, but that's like a, I mean, oh, not everybody responds to that. So I know that's why I, I try not to do that too much with my regular clients. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. But with me, it works if I know you. Yeah, there's certain people it works yeah. with. I gotta, I gotta know you, and we have to have a relationship. But once we have that, if that comes, then I, then it's, uh, I respect people's <laughs> opinions more that way. <laughs> oh, you just gotta try harder. Just do it. Come on, you pussy. Just get up there. Get off. Get off your ass and do the goddamn job you're supposed to do. Okay. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the inspiration, though. It's the, that's bullshit. You know. That we were just talking about. But that's what creates the habit, right? Maybe? If we can use Maybe. that to create the habit? Yeah. I think that's still even... Even me saying that isn't really what motivates you. I think what motivates you is that thinking in your head, you're like, ah, he's right. <laughs> and then it, you're like, yeah, I gotta... Then you're just in the morning, like you said, if you see my face, you're really just thinking to yourself, like... Yeah, I can't be a pussy. I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, but I don't want to disappoint you either. But yeah, I really don't want to disappoint myself. Because it's easy yeah. for me to sit there and and think of excuses. Well, this oh, and yeah. well, this and that. I'll do it later. I'll try and sneak it in at lunch or I'll try to get in after work. And that just never happens because there's so much going on. Yeah, so it never happens. Yeah, it's hard. So it's hard to create new habits. So how long does it take to create a habit? We don't know that. What's that? Let's Google that. I don't know. I always don't. Oh, you're gonna slow our connection down if you use the internet. <laughs> we'll we'll try it real quick. How long does it take to create a habit? So we can find a reliable source here. But so 21 I've always, days. I've always heard a lot of different things. I've heard okay. 21 days and according, six months. That's according stuff. to a book by Brian Pickings of Making Habits, Breaking Habits. Uh, 
Backed by science, how long does it take? Two months. 66 days to be exact. I don't know. I don't really agree with that, though, because no, it's that, still like... That's just the cliff notes part. It goes on to say, uh, in, a, in a study that was done, it took anywhere from 18 days to 254 days to people for people to perf, uh, form a new habit. But what's the yeah? But what are, and how are they even defining that habit? Like yeah, I don't know doing something for a week. Or that was doing the that was the Google day. Cliff Notes before you click on everything, and I think it's from a long, a long report, and the other one's from a book. Yeah, they believe it takes an average of six six days. So so you're looking at at least two months probably, right? I think Maybe. so, but I don't think that's a good way to look at it because it's like that's kind of intimidating. Well, You're like, oh, I have to do something for two months before I'm going to, like, do it? That doesn't make sense. I mean, I think if you do something for a week, now it's a habit. And well, stop, at least you've looked at, okay, I did it for a week. Now I can do it for two weeks. I, I know I can do it for a week, so all i got to do is do it for another week. Then you do the yeah. second week, and then you go the third week, and go, okay, I've done it for two weeks. I know I can do it for another week. I do it for another week. And then after that time, it's a few months, and maybe. Like anything, it's hard to just get rolling. Yeah. I think the harder thing is to stop bad habits than it is to, like, start good ones. Oh, my God, yes. Yes. Do you have any... What, what are your bad habits? Um... Well, I used to have a bad habit. I don't have it anymore. I used to bite my fingernails. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that anymore. And I, I didn't really take much con, uh, conscious effort to do it. it. I just did it. It wasn't really hard or anything. I didn't even really think about it. But uh, I can't think so of why, it. Why did you? Why did you think it was a bad habit? You had to stop. Because it looked like hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that that's probably like. And it's just an example of, it was probably easy because it's not something that's like really giving you a reward or anything like that. Yeah. It's just not really just doing it to do it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know that I have any bad habits. Um, I have deficiencies, but bad habits. I can't think of. No eating habits or anything? Um, I'm not going to say I have any bad eating habits. Not, not really. I really don't. It's like, no, I, I don't have to have this snack at night, or I don't have to have this after this certain workout, or I don't have to have this, you know, I have to eat this. Or, there's not really any bad eating habits. I just choose to eat shitty at different times. <laughs> I think that's still like kind of a habit probably. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's it's like cravings overcome me. It's not really habit. Habit to me would be like um like a smoker after he eats dinner he has to have a cigarette. You got to have it right after that meal. That, but it's but it's the same thing it's the same thing you just said the cravings overcome them. They're still choosing to. I mean they're still like I'm going to have a cigarette. 
Well, I don't. Even, I think it's a. I think it's a habit. It's it's unconscious by or subconscious by then. They don't. They don't consciously think. Oh, I need. To, I'm going to grab a cigarette because I just ate. It, they just do it. I know I did when I smoked. You didn't think about it. It was just you got in your car in the morning. You started you, the car and you lit a cigarette. You ate yeah. a meal. You sat back. You lit a cigarette. Those were habits. You had to have a cigarette so at what that about, time after those activities. So for you, in terms of so eating, if you don't think eating is a habit because you just sometimes you eat bad. Yeah, just, I just sometimes eat bad. I don't eat at any regular time, and I'll eat anything for any meal, and it might be at any time of the day. Yeah. So, so what about having? What about beer? What about it? Do you have beer every night? Usually, yep. That's that's kind of a habit, right? Uh, oh, oh, you know, I do have a habit. I do have a habit, and I smoke pot every single night before I go to bed. But I don't call that a bad habit. How come? Because I just smoke it. And I go to sleep. It helps me sleep. It's not. I don't. It's not something I'm like. Oh, I better stop this because this is hurting me. Or it's not a good habit. I, I do it because it helps me. But I don't think it's a bad habit. If I thought it was a bad habit, yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Do I drink too much beer? Hmm. Probably. <laughs> I have like two beers a, a, a day. Sometimes I'd three. I'd say that's too much. Some, sometimes three. And is that a decision thing, or is you just is that a subconscious? You just grab one and have it. No, it's a decision thing, because I'll see, well, what time is it? Beer, meh, maybe yes, maybe no, sure. <laughs> so it seems like you're being selective with your habits, <laughs> with what you say is a habit or not. Because I would say something that you do every day is a habit. I'm not saying it's bad. Well, you eat, you eat every day, is that a habit? Eating every day, yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, of course. Hmm. Okay, then maybe it's a habit. I mean, what's if, what was your you definition of habit again? Do you remember that? Doing something un with doing something that you're not conscious, really conscious about doing. You know, what was? How did they put it? I don't know if I still have it. What was the Wikipedia definition? I think I uh, think I deleted it. But it's something about you do it without thinking about it. Yeah, I guess, man, that's, I don't know, that seems like a, there's not many things that I do that I don't think about. Right. I breathe. Don't usually think about that. Yeah, there's a habit. I mean, that's a good habit, I would say. (laughs) I don't, I just, I don't know if I like the definition of habit, because then how you even... People listening to this think we're retarded. You know that, right? <laughs> we're just a couple of retards here. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, you've got to talk about this, learn, and I'm sure there's people who are listening that are like, well, yeah, this, I, I, I can understand, you know. Like, so then, I mean, because if it is like something that's only in your subconscious or whatever you do it unconsciously, then working out for you has not become a habit because you still have to be True. like, I'm going to drive to the gym exactly. so I can work out. Exactly. I don't. I don't just start squatting in the middle of the day or something. <laughs> well, you do work at a gym, so you could, but yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So it's, it's, so it's really, it isn't a habit. I mean, I by just, the, by the definition. The definition's wrong. I don't think I like that. I think. It's Wikipedia. Right, right, right. But, well, maybe it's, maybe it's not habit. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Maybe we need to be discussing it in a different terminology. I don't know. Do you, so what? do you turn off a light? Every time you walk out of a room, do you think, oh, I better turn this light no. off? You just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just don't do it. <laughs> See, that, that's, I think things like that are habits to me. As I'm closing a door, but, I'll turn a light off. As I'm walking out of the room, I'll turn a light off. I don't think about it. I do it. I couldn't tell you right now, did I turn this light off, this light off, this light off? I couldn't tell you that I did it because I don't remember yeah. doing it. I know all that stuff, but that doesn't seem like it's really what we're talking about. Like, I don't know. I don't, you're I don't trying know to. I, you're trying I, to. I think those are habits, but we were talking. We were relating it to goals and stuff like that. You're never going to have a habit then, in that like sense that we're talking about, like working out or eating right or something. You're always going to think about it. Yeah, things that you have to do an activity that takes more than one step. I think you're right. But I still would consider it a habit, just not by that definition. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, let's look at it this way. Let's think about this. We just said it's really hard to stop bad habits, right? So if a habit's good or bad, why is it easier to stop one and harder to stop another? I think there's like a, a chemical reactions in our brain. That's what I'm pretty positive on that. So are they both but not are for, good not for that are, definition of the habits though? That's what I'm saying. So are good and bad habits two totally different things? Is that what we're talking about? I'm I think they must be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean total totally different things. They're still neural activities, but they're definitely totally different. Because if you can if it's really hard to start a good habit and really easy to quit it. No, a habit should be a habit, whether it's good or bad, and you should be able to quit easily or quit difficultly, either way it goes. But if you're saying, if you're making a definition between the two, I think maybe we need a new term for each one. Well, I think it is, I think it is just as hard to stop a bad habit, or a good habit than it is a good, bad habit. Really? I, I could stop like, going to the gym right now. It would be easy. Yeah, well, I'm saying stopping, though. So, like... So a bad habit, say it's someone smoking. That's our example. It's really hard to quit. But and that's different because that's addictive also. Now you're talking about the addiction. Okay, a, a bad habit of sitting on a couch and not going there, to the, there you the go. gym. There you go. And people ask me all the time about like how often I work out or like how long I go without working out. I don't. I never go more than a week, probably. I probably have never gone more than a week without some sort of exercise. Yeah. And so, like, it's hard for me to not exercise in that sense. So it's hard. it is hard for me to not do that good habit. If I wanted to try to quit exercise, it would be hard for me to do. Well, you work at a gym, so... Even if that doesn't matter. I mean, even if you mean I have to, I'm, I'm working. I can't but work your out life, when I'm working. Your life is around that. I mean, that's what you've been involved in. You haven't stopped being involved in some sort of physical activity since you were a tiny little child. 
that's so, part yeah. of your life. Yeah, so it's a habit. It's a really well. I'm just saying, habit into my brain. Yeah, well, it could be, but you've never, like, if you went now, quit everything you did, and went and worked at a factory. Now it's uh-huh. different. Now you're not immersed in that all the that. time. I've done that before. But you were still in school. No, I was on summer break. Okay, so a couple months. I yeah. Think. All right. So I could have stopped for those few months, but I didn't. True, but you were still having the goal of being in that field. If you gave up all of that, I'm saying if you gave it up, you were done with it. You were never going to train anybody again. You were never going to have anything to do with the physical fitness field, any kind of physical activities. And you went over here and you started your your business selling uh, um, widgets on the corner. Mm-hmm. And that's all yeah. you cared about right now. Now you had to worry about building your business. Yeah. Right now. I still think it would. Okay. And then you have other time commitments. You decide to get married. You have a couple kids. So now you're running a business, uh having a family, involved in the kids' school. You're doing all these other things. Now maybe you might get away from that. I'm saying now your brain is immersed in that. That's not my argument, isn't I wouldn't. I'm saying, I was saying I think it is hard to quit a good habit. It would still be hard for me. It wouldn't just be like, you think I wouldn't it would... start a new business and then snap my fingers and I would stop working out. See, I don't think it would be hard for you. I think your mind would go somewhere else. I mean, no, you... because I feel like shit when I don't work out. Well, that's true. And it's the same thing, like, if when people are, people that eat really healthy, or even for yourself, if you've ate really healthy for a long time and then you go eat some junk food, you yeah. feel like crap. Yeah, you do. So that's hard to quit eating good because of that. <laughs> okay. That's my point. I'm just yeah. saying it's... Like you were asking if good habits and bad habits are the same thing, and I think they they are in that sense. Because hmm. you are having to go to the extreme to make me quit my good habit, right? Well, to and make it easy to, to, to quit. Extremes to quit bad habits. I'm too. just saying that to quit your your easy to quit your good habit. You were saying it's not easy to quit your good habit. Yeah. Unless okay, so unless something extreme happened, like you said, like I was totally right. unrelated right. to it. Okay, I get that. But it's that. the same thing, like if someone was smoking, and then they're told, okay, you only have three weeks to live, they might, it might be a little easier for them to quit. Could be, yeah. If they know that it's going to make them last longer. Right. Well, now you're talking about motivation things again, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Now we're, we're delving into it a little bit now, that's what I like. Um... It's still. Well, what are your, I, I still can't wrap my good? head. I can't wrap my head around if it's a habit. Why is one type difficult to quit and one easy to quit? For the What's most what I'm saying? Part? It's not. I'm, my argument is that it's not difficult or easy. I think they're both difficult to quit. You just don't think but, about quitting good habits. But let's good. talk about habits that you do subconsciously. Let's say you're. I don't a, think there is anything. Let's say you're a nose picker. You don't even know you're doing okay. it. So how do you stop that without something you don't even know you're doing? You catch yourself? Because I'm you, sure at some point you're going to be like, hey, I'm picking my nose again. We, uh, or well, I do have a habit now that I thought about it. I play with the change in my pocket if my hand's in my pocket. Uh-huh. I jingle it around and it bothers people. It doesn't bother me, but it bothers some people. Uh-huh. And I can't stop it. Because it's habit. 
that is very hard for me to stop. Well, but yeah, but it's something you have to just, you have to take it away from the subconscious and you have to start thinking about it. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. But that's, to me, that's way different than if I were to stop going to the gym because I've made gym a habit. Way different. It's two different mindsets there for me. A, a little bit, I guess. I see what you're saying, but... I mean, you could definitely stop ch- jingling the change in your pocket, I'm sure. You stop chewing your nails, right? Yeah. Yeah, if I wanted to, I'd have to... I, I keep working on it and working on it and working on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. That's how you created the habit with going to the gym. You but I could... I could stop going it, to the gym it. right now. I could say, okay, if I if I thought going to the gym was a bad thing for me, I could stop doing that right now and have no problem. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. really want to, but it'd be easy because I could do so many other things with my day. Maybe, but in a week from now, you might be like itching to go back to the gym, and it might not be as easy. You might drive that, by the gym and that's a good pull point. into the parking lot. And that's a good point. Start sweating or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, get a little withdrawal after a while. Yeah, it's weird. Well, let's let's really focus on how do we... Because I think if we're talking about observations, for instance, if, if we're looking at things to try to better ourselves, become better people, um, how do we create good habits that will work for us? Like that quote I said in the beginning of the, the podcast, mm-hmm. so that those work toward our goals without us thinking about it and that, using that extra energy throughout our day, having to try and concentrate on just accomplishing this one single habit. How can we go through and make many things habits in our life so that we don't have to think about all those things and, and we can use our brain power to, to get other challenging projects or processes going that we want to do. Well, you can't do it, you can't do it all at once. I think that's important. It's goals, or it's like just like goals. I mean, I think those are so related. Because this is, I mean, this is stuff that I deal with a lot with client, like, you know, with I get a lot of clients that don't ever work out or have never worked out before. So I kind of have to like get them into a habit of working out. And part of the way for some people that need it, they have to make an appointment with me that they paid for. And that's like their motivation to come. Because they paid for it. Yeah, they don't want to waste their money. I I mean, I think most people, not just the money, it's because they want like, they want to get healthy. Yeah. But so how do you how do you start that habit? Say I want to start a habit. I want to get up a half an hour early every day just so that I am not rushed. Because rushing around, I always forget mm-hmm. things. Something inevitably comes up that slows me down and I end up you know, my time is pushed too far and I'm going to be late for appointments, late for this, late for work, late for whatever. How do you make that a habit, something something like that? How do you say, say I want to get up at 4.30 in the morning instead of 5? How do you make that a habit? You have to, I, I mean, I think the best way to do it and the most 
likely to stick to it is to slowly do it. Like with everything, you slowly, like say you wake up at 6 right now and you want to work your way to 4.30, you're going to have to slowly, like, you know, maybe this week you start waking up at 5.30 and you have to make sure you go to bed an hour, a half an hour earlier to get the same amount of sleep. So is it just, you just have to keep those things on the top of your mind, you know? Is that I mean, what you have yeah. to do? I mean, that one's, that one's kind of easy. It's, like, measurable, really measurable, because you just see, like, okay, I have to wake up earlier, so I have to set an alarm, and I have to look at the clock and go to bed earlier. Yeah. And then once you do it once, you have to keep on doing it, you know? That's kind of, I don't know, that's kind of easy, because it's so measurable. See, that one's so difficult It's not. Me. It's not easy. I mean, I know. I don't like waking up either. Right. I know. The, you're terrible. <laughs> but the, the way to do it is simple. I should say. It's simple, not easy, like mentally. The path to it is is simple. Yeah. It's a simple path. Hard to do. I think that's, oh, that's a, lot of, cute. a lot of habits that you start. Simple paths are just hard to execute. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with exercise. Like when people come to me to exercise... It's simple. You come and you ex- do what I tell you to do. You don't even have to think. You just come. Come and do the work. But you actually have to... Coming is hard. Right. That's overcoming the... Having the discipline to stick to it. I know. So I, th- I think maybe, like, too, like, we're thinking of the habits or... Thinking of something as a habit as being, like, easy... Maybe that's... That must be it, yeah, because I'm thinking it should be easy. Yeah. And maybe I'm looking at it wrong, yeah. I agree. But it's, I mean, I think no matter what the habit is, there's, when it's something that requires some sort of effort, it's some days are just going to be harder than others. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's days I get in and there's just no energy. Yeah. Because even, like, for me, even though I like working out and I can't go along without doing it, there's still days that I'm like, ugh, I just don't want to do it today. (laughs) Yeah. But I still do it. And it's probably way easier for me to overcome them than it is for someone that hasn't worked out for two years or something. Let's, let's, Let's equate it to something totally different other than exercise, and maybe we can, maybe our brains will work a little bit differently. Um, let's say... Let's say we want to make a habit of doing... Before, hold on, before you say that, yep. this is, um, you know, the podcast that we lost, actually, we were talking about um, Farasahabi on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And I finally went and listened to it, um, like, last weekend or something. And, you know, they got into that really deep philosophy stuff. Yeah, at the and end. And yeah. Faras kept, like... I remember you talking about it, saying you thought you didn't think Joe was understanding what he was saying. Right. But I was way more with Joe, and I was understanding everything he was saying. Okay. I was just like, "This is stupid," because <laughs> just keep because it's a never-ending loop. Correct. You can always just keep on going yes. back. Right. Which is, I just thought it was funny because that's kind of what we're doing right now. Yeah. So I'm sure people, if people are listening, they're like yelling at because that's what I was doing. Yeah. I was like yelling at the podcast, <laughs> like, "You idiot!" That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get funny. I get where you're coming from, but yeah, I want to go back and listen to that one again too, because that was a good one. Yeah. Um, but no, Anyways. I wanted to I wanted to relate it to a whole different type of habit. 
Say you wanted to create, let's just focus on creating good habits right now instead of breaking bad ones. Let's say you wanted to, you had a habit of, or you normally didn't do your dishes right away. You let them pile up for a while, and then you did all your dishes. And then you decide, I'm tired of this. I think that's a good habit. (laughs) You would. We're going to just say that you want to create a habit whether it's good or bad, for whoever, you want to create this habit of doing your dishes as soon as you're done with your meal. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So now we're looking at it differently. It's a different thing. Where do you get the the intestinal fortitude to continue doing that and to make it a habit forever for however many days it takes, 66 or uh-huh. 200, 354, you know, where do you pull that from to get make that a habit, to be consistent, to not have, oh, the dog just ran out and chased a cat down the road, I got to go do this instead now, and then you come back and you, nah, I don't feel like it anymore. Yeah. How do you do that? And you, you just stay on top of that. I mean, should should it, you just... should you only focus on one goal at a time until it becomes goal or until it becomes a habit? Is that the what you should do? Because I mean, you can only put your your mindfulness energy into so much at a time. Because you can't. I mean, there's probably twelve different habits I'd like to start right now, or, or I'm tr- currently trying to do, but I can't focus on any one of those with everything that's going on in my life. So how do you? How do we do that? Do we pick the most important one and just focus on that, make that a habit, then go to the next one and make that a habit? Or can you try to um, uh, develop all of those habits at the same time with giving a little bit of attention to each one? I, I think for something like that, you definitely you could do more than one thing at a time because it's such a simple little thing. So if I wanted to, like, you know, I, I want to put the dishes away or whatever, clean my dishes right after I'm done eating, and I also want to make sure I put my shoes in the closet when I come home, those aren't, like, really, like, mentally exhausting things. I got you. So I'm sure that you could do both of those things at okay. once. So... But let's say you're trying to, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds, and I also want to start a business. That's a little different, I think, because those are way more... Like, those take a lot more work. Okay. So I I was a diver in high school, and when we did dives, each dive was assigned a level of difficulty. They called it degree of difficulty, and it was from anywhere from 1.0 to 3.0, depending on how difficult the dive was. So maybe we need to appoint a degree of difficulty to each one of our habits that we're trying to attain, yeah, and maybe a time frame accordingly to how difficult they are. You know, I mean? that is de- That's definitely a technique I've heard people do. Really? Or like the importance of, or like even if you put it in terms of like, you know, people that like set their tasks that they need to do for the day. Yeah, and most you put, important. You know, this is number one, this is two, three. If right. I get number one done, it's still a good day, but I really want to get two and three done yeah. as well. Do you still put your main energy at number one? And still try to do the other things. Yeah, yeah, that's the uh, Covey, Covey way. Dave, David, is it David Covey? I think. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the probably yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that. I used that for a long time um, when I was a manager of a business, and it worked really well. I mean, you could really get some stuff accomplished. But to have that, I have to figure out a way to do that with your habits because you're not going to write those down really. I guess Why you not? could, but yeah, yeah. Well, maybe even just just writing them down. Period. Yeah, that definitely will help cement it in place. Yeah, and having to check it off, you know, physically check that thing off every day. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think, I mean... It's just... It's, I think it's all the same. All the, like, trying to create your habits. I still think, like, the habit and goals are super related, I mean... Yeah. Because yeah. are still goals, you know... Well, so it's the same thing as reaching a goal. You have to set steps for yourself. You have to make it little, measurable, specific. If you just say, like, let's say your goal is, like you said, you know, you want to put your cleaner dishes every day or whatever after you eat, your real goal might be um, you want to be a cleaner person or something. Right, so that's a subset of your goal. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Sure. I was also going to say too. You were talking, um, going back to the to, to the so the dishes thing. You were saying like, how can you create that habit? I think the first thing would be, if that was my goal, I have to know why that's my the why I want that habit to start. There has to be some reason for doing that, rather than like, if I was living with you and you told me to, you know. Yeah, I think you're that's really hitting on it now. Well, that's where the that's the intrinsic motivation thing. Right. It's the same thing. Sure. Yeah. The why? Why are you doing it? Does that why mean enough to you? Enough to you to carry that on and carry it through? Yeah. If there's no reason there for you to do it, no why, you have no reason. You're definitely not going to do it. Yeah, but does it? How do you make that why be important? Because maybe that why is just uh, a an abstract thing that you've heard, like, you know, oh, I need to eat more vegetables so that I can be healthier in this certain way. Mm -hmm. I think that's why a lot of people don't eat vegetables, because <laughs> they don't know why they're supposed to be eating them. Yeah. But even if you Everybody do, people say, what makes you them. healthier? Okay, well, why, how does that, you know, now you're down the rabbit hole. you got to go down the rabbit hole to understand everything. Even, and yeah. You, or sometimes you just have to say, I don't know, I have to trust this person. They say this is right. I'm going to do it. Well, yeah, at a certain point, you have to have some, you have to step away because you can't be an expert in everything. But yeah. But that's why a lot of people don't eat healthy because they don't, even though they know in their head, they're like, yeah, this makes you healthy. They don't really know what healthy means. They don't understand it. There's a lot, I meet a lot of people that are very, very unhealthy and have a lot of problems. Oh. And they don't. They don't really believe it. I don't think. I just don't think they understand how big of an issue it really is, and how fast it's going to like, in terms of health. And in my field, it's going to kill them, basically. Yeah, I, I see Those it now that I'm older. Don't hit them. You know, when when I was your age, I didn't see it because all my friends are still young and healthy. You know, it yeah. takes years and years of neglect to really make those changes to your body. Because when you're tw 25, you're invincible. 
You can eat anything. It doesn't matter. You're, you're still healthy. You're still superhuman. But when you get to my age, you see those people who didn't eat well, who abused alcohol and drugs their whole life, who never exercised. Um, they just generally didn't take care of themselves. And it is a giant difference. You can see it. It's obvious. It's mm-hmm. so, so rampant. I mean, I can take, I, I could go right now and 10 people my same age, if not all 10, nine of those 10 are going to be really, really unhealthy. Oh, yeah. In this Diabetic, area. hypertensive. And they're on guaranteed. all kinds of pills for yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. People I go to school with, you know, grew up with, they're telling me, oh, yeah, I'm on this pill, this pill, this pill. I'm like, what? You've got to be kidding me. And they just think yeah. it's normal. Well, I've reached this age, and now I've got hypertension, yeah. or I've got the sugar, or I've got this. You know, it just happens. Yeah. And that's, that's how that's people think. think. People just don't know. They really don't know. That's, I mean, I don't think people are, like, stupid, or they're just, like, they just don't know. Yeah. Because I talk to people about it every day. I have these conversations. And when I tell, sometimes, you know, I tell people these things, and they're like, Mind is blown. They had no idea. I had one guy, you know, because I meet with people, even if they're not my client, you know, I sit down with people all the time. And uh, this one guy, we tested his body fat, and it was really high, you know, like in the 40s, 40% or something, which is really bad. He was probably, I think he weighed about 300 pounds. He's shorter than me. Oh, wow. And he was literally, like, pinching his skin and going, tell me where my fat is. There's no fat on me. He's like, what? there's no fat. He po- he was poking his stomach. And he was going, this isn't fat. It's hard. And I was trying to explain to him, like, oh my the different gosh. types of fat and how he has fat surrounding his organs and how this is, you know, causing all his issues that he's having. And it just, he just didn't know. He had no idea. He thought his fat, what do you think his fat was? He just didn't think he had that much fat. Because it's hard, you know, when people have like, you know, visceral fat yeah. and when it's inside, it's their stomachs are hard, you know, and they get like that, right. you know, that feeling of people. That hard, big beer, that's beer belly. But when you think of fat, you think of like squishy, you know. Right. So that's what, in his head, that's what he was thinking. Wow. You're, you're kidding me. No. How this, old was, this, how old was this guy? Uh, he was probably 60. This is not uncommon. Oh this is my super, super God. common. So, and he wasn't your client? He ended up becoming a client, yes. Oh. But wow. He wasn't at the time. Did, now, did he actually believe the things you said? Um, I think he did a little bit, which is why he signed up. But he didn't, I still don't think he quite believed it or I don't think he understood the importance of it I should say you know the one the one big thing I see that people don't understand is how important their eating is even people oh, yeah. who are who who want to get in shape they think well I'm going to work out and I'm going to lose all this weight yeah. and they don't realize that working out has Jesus like such a small yeah. Change compared to what you put in your mouth. It's, it's, I don't think, I don't even think it's that people don't under, I think people know, 
people don't know what healthy is. That's the part of, that's a big problem. I can tell you that I did not know how much of a difference eating made, how much more of a difference eating made to my yeah. health than physical fitness. When I was real heavy, when I weighed 278 pounds, I can tell you that I thought exercise would help me lose weight more than my eating. I thought I could still eat basically what yeah, I wanted as yeah. long as I exercised more. Because yeah, I was common, thinking, I well, calories in, calories out, and I just got to do that. Well, there's a little bit of truth to that, but man, what you eat is so important. Yeah, well, especially, I mean, for long-term health, especially, what is very important. But I didn't know it, and I was 40. Yeah. Oh, you come in. And I was an athlete, I, you know, yeah, in school. I know. And People I don't know. <laughs> there was nothing that teaches you that unless you do this, the research yourself. Or you get involved with groups that... You know, that's part of, you know, you learn that through talking with people that are in those groups and in those knows. But you're, if you're not in those groups and you're not trying to go and learn that, you don't learn it. Doctors don't stress the importance of eating. Of eating. They really don't. Yeah. Very it's, little. Yeah, it's... Very it's not their it's not their specialty. No. That's, they want to give you a drug to help you overcome your bad eating yeah. habits. Yeah, which, I mean, the more I've worked with doctors and learning about that stuff, that's their job. That's what they're supposed to do. I know. I know, exactly. So it's the, a lot of people blame doctors and stuff, but it's, no, it's the health not system. their thing. They're medicine. They deal with medicine. Yeah, it's the health system and, Yeah. that automatically sends you to a medical doctor. And another part of it, too, is nutrition. And, like, the science of nutrition is still a relatively new Science. Yeah. Whereas we've been doing surgeries and things like that for a lot longer. Yeah, more than the And working years. on medicine. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I wish there was a better way to, you know, tell people because think of think of how many lives you could save or at least extend by just telling people eat healthy. Period. Well, I, that's like I said, I don't think that's good enough. You can't just say eat healthy because people don't know what healthy is. Well, yeah, sure. And so that's really where the issue... A lot of people tell me things that they eat, and they think that it's healthy. Yes, and yes. And I'm like... Yeah, yep. Well, I'm eating these snack healthy. wells. I'm eating these snack well fat-free cookies. They're great. Oh, I love them, man. They're yeah. diet, and they're like just garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I know it's it's hilarious to me, people. I bring health healthy food to work, and I can't eat it in the office environment where my coworkers work because they complain about maybe the smell because maybe I have uh, I have some collard greens, and I'm eating collard greens, and they're like, "What in the hell is that? Gross! What are you eating? You know, if it's not prepackaged and made into a sandwich." They don't eat it. If it doesn't yeah. come from the fast food, it's re- it, it blows my mind. <laughs> and they and they use it as a a tool to try and belittle people who do eat healthy. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think they 
I don't think they do it because they want to belittle you or some, something. Some do. I'm I think, you but I think do. it's more of an insecurity. Because I mean, I've had, I've, Maybe. I have that happen all the time. People I'm sure like, some. They're kind of like making fun of me for eating healthy or something. But I know that they're like, damn, I should be eating healthy. Like I should be <laughs> eating that stuff too. No, I think the that's people I'm referring to. Take pride in not eating vegetables. It's a manly thing to not eat oh, salads yeah, and that, vegetables yeah. and things like that. It's it's so ridiculous. I whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's it's hard. No, I mean those those are the people that are going to have a lot of problems. <laughs> they're going to have a heart disease and yeah, yeah. And it's, this is young people, you know? and this is young people too who should know better by now. There's enough information out for, for young people. I but there, think there's not though. There's really not. There, there's don't. There, the only reason there's information out is because you look for it. It's part of your. You're kind of involved in it, and you know mm-hmm. where to look and what to look for. Yeah, you're probably right. For someone like you know, if you're in the roof, if you're talking about like roofers or something, and they don't care at all about exercise, or they don't, they're not reading blogs online for stuff like that. Why? Where would they see it? There's not commercials about it or something. There's no TV shows. That's true. Yeah, there's no educational system at all for it. I didn't, yeah, if, especially if you're just going to high school. I mean, there was, I didn't, I had a health class, but we really didn't talk about food. I mean, well, very little. Jesus Christ, look at the food they give you for lunch if you're on the school lunch program. Yeah. It is crap. It's the worst food you could eat. Well, maybe you guys had a vegetable, though. But that's about it, right? You had to get one vegetable on there. I think it was like either a fruit or a vegetable. Or a fruit I'm pretty or sure. A vegetable. Yeah. So it's like you know a scoop of corn or a cup of peaches or something, you know. Yeah. Syrupy, sugar laden pizzas. Yeah. Peaches, right. <laughs> yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. But even that, I mean, but that, but at that point, where who does it fall on for that? Like, it's not the lunch lady's fault. They don't really know either. They're in the same boat. They don't know know what to provide. The school can't really... I don't think the school could afford to make other things. And nor do they even know. The people in charge, do they really know what's healthy? And then it goes up to like a governmental level. And then you have to hire like experts in nutrition and things like that. And those people are just trying to do the best they can by saying, you know, at least give them, make them have like a vegetable and a fruit with their... Their yeah. whatever peanut butter and jelly that you give them. Yeah, I was fortunate, I guess. My mom, for some reason, got into health food when I was young. Mm-hmm. So I learned to eat healthy, and it it wasn't perfect because this you know we're talking the seventies, the early seventies, but it was pretty healthy, and it was a lot of. Uh, Natural foods close, close to, um, you know, how they were, um, harvested. Mm-hmm. Whether it was meat or it was a vegetable, it wasn't very much prepackaged stuff we ate at all. It was almost, we always had a vegetable, at least one vegetable on our plate. Always. And it was loaded with vegetables. And then we always had a meat course, usually. Um, but we never, you know, if we had a prepackaged meal, 
it was a very special occasion. Like once in a great while, we would get a banquet frozen fried chicken, and you'd heat it in the oven. That was a big deal for us. Or, or maybe three times a year, we would get to have TV dinners. You know, as a kid, that was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah. So, never went out. Think- we never went to fast food. There was McDonald's. We never got McDonald's. We never went to Burger King. Maybe once a year if we're lucky. Do you th- do you think that was like a, a health conscious decision, or was it like a a financially decision? No, it was or a driven health, decision. It was definitely a health conscious decision because oh, okay. it was That's always good. yeah we were always taking vitamins. Um, we were we always had to have our uh, daily vitamins. We took those every day. Uh, every meal had to have you know we would go to the health food store and actually get like pasta. We would have spinach pasta. Which was wow. horrendous at the time. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> That's really, I didn't know that. That's interesting, though. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, this was back in the 70s. I mean, to find a health food store back then was yeah impossible. But there was one in Livonia, and we'd go there, and we'd get the food. We hated it. My, me and my brothers hated it, because we knew we were getting that damn spaghetti po- or, uh, spinach pasta that was just awful. Yeah. <laughs> and we would always eat a variety of vegetables. I mean, a really wide variety of vegetables. I've had a lot of vegetables that a lot of people have never even heard of, you know, that never had. Now, I, I didn't like a lot of them, but, you know, we, we had them. So I, I was fortunate enough, I guess, to understand at least that aspect of it. Yeah. I didn't. That definitely is fortunate, because not a lot of people get that. Yeah. I mean, I don't even... I know, like... For me, even when when I was growing up, compared to a lot of people, we definitely ate healthier. Yeah. But we didn't eat that healthy, from to what I know now, to my level of like education and stuff. No, you ate as healthy as I we thought you guys needed. Like we, there's no way we should have had cereal in that house all the time. You were a yeah, cereal a addict. You would only eat cereal for the whole day. Many many days, all you would eat is cereal. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> That's a habit I have broken. Is it? Good. Yeah. God, I, was... I would love to go back to it, just thinking about it now. <laughs> I almost had some this morning. <laughs> Did you? I'm going to tell you something right now. There's a protein powder out. I just bought it last week. It's uh-huh. called Ghost. And you know after you've had a great big bowl of Captain Crunch cereal? <laughs> yeah. That's and... what it tastes like. When you drink the milk and it's all that sugary Captain Crunch milk, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it tastes like. It's so good. <laughs> it's dessert. <laughs> that's funny. That was never my favorite part of the cereal, though, so that doesn't really entice me that much. I'm just telling you the flavor's there, and it's so good. Yeah. For a protein yeah. powder, it's great. Yeah, I don't that know That is how, funny, though. <laughs> I don't know how that long is... it'll be around, but man, is it good. That was that is a habit that I had to break for myself once I started learning about all that, like nutrition and stuff. And how did you break it? I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I just once I learned the how like how not that good for me it was. It wasn't really hard for me to break because I thought about it that way. Like I'm just going to eat something else. Yeah. But I still want it right now. <laughs> I would love to have a bowl of cereal. Well, you and know, but. And now I treat it as, now if I do have cereal, it's like, 
I used to just go buy a box of cereal, eat as much of it as I could, uh-huh. and then I'd throw it away if I didn't finish <laughs> it, which I normally would finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laugh because I've done the same. I used to do the same thing. I would sit and eat a, an entire box of sweet cereal. Yeah. Easily. And then oh, yeah. after I'm done, go, oh, my God, why did I do that? <laughs> Not me. I was just like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. See, we were, you know, we didn't know really that much either, even raising you. We thought, I think our thought process was, well, one one bowl of cereal a day is not going to hurt. One this or that a day, a mm-hmm. bag of chips isn't going to hurt. Well, if you really broke it down, you wrote everything down, you were getting a lot of junk. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, things with cereal, uh, probably, I'm sure something that was in your guys' mind was at least, like, it's fortified with, like, vitamins and minerals. Right, and it's grains, you know. Yeah. You didn't, Which we didn't is, know about sugar like we know now, either. Yeah. And, I, I mean... And it wasn't like, for me, for snacks and stuff, you guys, I mean, we're pretty strict about it. I mean, we had them, but I was never eating, like, a freaking box of Hostess or something. Right. Like, I, I see people do. Yeah. I was, you know, one one type one or something a day type of thing. Yeah. But still, you look at that now and go, oh, my God, that's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, think, up, think about the sugar in one of those. And then you add one... One soda, one Coke, and add one bowl of Captain Crunch cereal. How many grams of sugar do you have a day just in those three things? Oh, yeah. Off the charts. We never had... A week's worth, probably. We never had pop, really, though. No, we never did buy pop very much at all. But I'm sure you got them from the store and whatever. You know, when Not, you not until I was older. Yeah. Not as a kid. I mean... But you still had Kool-Aid. Sugary yeah, Kool-Aid. that was a big one. We did have a lot of that. Yep. So there was always... Yeah, that was, a, that, that was a really big one, actually. Yeah. Did you think about that when... A little did bit. Did you realize it, or... Not no. really, because we didn't know about the sugar. I mean, we knew it was I guess a you lot probably... of We just thought it would make you hyper. We didn't know it, would, it was bad for you. Give me diabetes or something. Right, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't realize that. No. Yeah. What did you think that it was like, uh, like almost like a juice, like maybe good for you, or it was just like nah, I never, I bad. never thought it was good for you. It was, it was inexpensive, and you guys liked it. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, we used to think juice was good for you. We'd always buy juice. We'd always have juice. Yeah. But now we know that's not really great either because of the concentrated sugars in it. Yeah. Not well, not the juice that we get. I mean. Right. I think there's some good juices, but. So yeah, that's different. I think that's a that's a problem. I don't know how to. Well, we got way off topic of our habits. Well, that's what we do. Yeah, right. I know. Where were we at with that though? What was our? I don't know. We were talking about the habits with that eating. Eating. I don't know. Were we talking about eating cereal? Is that your habit? I don't know. Well, that was something we tied it back in, but there was something else we were. I don't know. We got off on poor eating and what people because people didn't know. We were talking about your client. Who didn't realize, you know, he was fat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I think, yeah, and then, like, tying it to the habit thing, 
I think that's part of the bad habits that we start. It's probably because we don't know that they're bad. That might be a big part of it, too. Yeah, that could be. Or it's pleasurable. And the, that, too. The pleasure yeah. is more important to us than the bad part. We can overlook it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... It's easy, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I feel like it's easy for me to not start a bad habit if I know it's bad. But I could start, I've started bad habits that I didn't really know were bad. Yeah. Like what? I don't know, I'm trying to think of... I'm trying to think of my habits, my... My bad habits. I, I, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not true because I still eat like crap. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, we'll say that compared to compared to the regu- the average American, I don't. But yeah, for what I know, I oh. still eat like crap. Yes, I do too. And I mean, a big part of it is habit, like you, like the pleasure, you know, the instant gratification you get from. Eating crap. Well, yeah, it's what Joe Joe Rogan calls it mouth pleasure, right? For the few minutes yeah. of mouth pleasure. Yeah. What when you? It is. It's. It's it's an easy. Uh, that's an easy one to fall into, like the food. And I think that's a big part of it's like the the pleasure. Like there is an actual, you know, a chemical that we get a pleasure from it. Oh sure our reward system. So that's an easy one, like an easy one to fall into and a hard one to get out of. And have you heard, have you heard the latest research that's going on in the the gut biome with bacteria? You know, that what is probably going on? I don't think there's any proven things, but the theory is that a lot of those cravings you get are coming directly from your gut bacteria. So when you feed, yeah. you feed yeah. this bacteria that wants this certain thing that you've you've given it, and it's shitty. You know you're not supposed to have it, so you don't eat it. Well, that bacteria needs that to live. So it sends a signal to your brain making you want to desire to mm-hmm. eat that. Because otherwise, that bacteria is going to be killed off. It's not going to survive until you give it more of what it needs. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's running directly from your gut to your brain, and they're finding there's a direct connection right to your gut biome, to your brain, and and your bacteria's, uh, the gut biome within you, the organisms that are in there, actually triggering your brain to think and feel certain ways. Yeah. Boom. It might, I mean, I've, I'm, I've heard that, and I'm sure there is something to that. I wonder how it does it, though. There's so much... you think much, of, like, the so nervous about, system and how things work like that, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Well, because I think it's a different a different system that we don't know that much about right now. The Maybe, yeah. The field is growing so quickly, and they're coming up with so much new information, they can't get it out fast enough. You know what I mean? It, it's growing so fast. Um... It's super interesting. Um, I don't think Rhonda, that's necessarily true about them not being able to get it out fast enough. I well, think it, it doesn't it just get takes out a long time. It does. It takes 
what were they saying? Uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick's really high on this, and she's had some really high-level experts in the field, um, so much so that it just blows your brain because you can't understand everything they're saying. You've got to go back and listen and listen and look things up, look words up, and try to decipher what they're saying. But you get the overall um, ideas of what's going on, and it's just growing so fast. And they were saying that, yeah, it takes a good 10 years from the time a discovery comes out and is realized by the medical field and agreed upon for it to get out to the practicing physicians in the yeah. real, in the real world it takes 10 yep. years and then it's yeah it's 20 years for general population yeah to learn things like that sure so this is all cutting yeah. stuff that's just crazy so it's easier for me to to not eat crappy foods if I think of it that way. So I think of it different. I'm like, oh, I have this craving. No, I don't have this craving. That gut bacteria in my gut wants me to eat that to keep it alive so it'll grow and expand yeah. and multiply. Okay, I'm not feeding that son of a bitch because I don't want it there anymore. I'm going to feed the good stuff in and keep the, uh, you know, the things in me that I, that I want in me that help keep me healthy. So if you think yeah. about it that way, that's easier for me, and it might be easier for other people if you if you can yeah, for sure. think about it that way. Because now it takes away from now it's not you. It's not you and your mind you're fighting. You're fighting something else. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit easier, a little bit different. Yeah, that's just another way to look at it. That's good. And who knows? Maybe there's something in there that the biome affects, triggering us to some of our habits. Who knows? You Maybe. Know, we know that it triggers what we eat, right? From what I've just told well, you, if you can believe that without looking it up, I mean, I would fully suggest you look into it. And I mean, I have. I mean, that's kind of my world, so I do look at that stuff. But yeah, but I'm saying if that is a fact, how far of a leap is it to say? Other activities also affect those other microbes in our body. Because there's, what is it, more, there's more microbes in our body than we have human cells? Yeah, maybe. I was just listening to um, another guy on a podcast saying that that's kind of like a made-up thing. Not really true. But regardless, there's a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's... So if those do have the, the capability of signaling your brain, how else can they affect you? You know, maybe exercise does something to a similar uh, type of organism in your body, and it sends a signal. Well, because it destroys that organism, it sends a signal you don't want to do this. Who knows? Yeah, but that's. I mean, that is. That's a stretch. Pretty much true. That's no. That's pretty much true with the exercise. Maybe not in terms of like the the microbiome, but we do know that it, I mean the way it affects like chemically and stuff. So yeah, well, but if, uh, the only way, reason I went that way is because then it gives you that extrinsic. How how do you say the word extrinsic? Extrin extrinsic. Extrinsic. Yes. Extrinsic. The, the yeah. Extrinsic. The I can't say. Extrinsic. 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 Okay, Jesus. Um gives you that value to, to fight it 
rather than your intrinsic. Because if you're, if you're thinking, oh, it's me and i got to fight this myself, as opposed to you think, oh, no, this is another organism creating this for me, now your brain looks at it a little bit differently. And you motivate differently. Yeah. So Maybe, yeah. Hmm. I'm yeah, going to look, gonna look at it that way. I'm going to assume it's that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, I don't think. Yeah. That might be a little bit of uh, a little far of woo-woo there, taking some stretch, but... Yeah. Huh. If it works, it works, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. But what else we so, got here? Let's see. So the habits. What? I'm trying to think. I don't know. Do we think of any bad habits? I said, I mean, my eating. There's definitely some habits that I think that I have for myself that I, I should shouldn't have. Okay, did you list any of them? I just eat crap. Is it a habit, though? You know what, a big, a big, I mean, it depends on that, like, that definition, like we talked about. I think that it is a habit yeah. at times, and I think it, I can overcome the habit sometimes and go long periods. It's like one habit I have, I used to have it all the time, especially when I was working, um, doing a lot of driving, like working at the lake and driving back. Yeah. You know, over an hour, I sure. always stopped at like a gas station or something and got some something to drink, like most likely a pop or soda and some candy. Yeah. After and that's or before? Still something for me. After. Oh, okay. After for me, because I was hungry. Yeah. So that was always. I mean, I just that was a big part of it, and that's still something for me, like. And even in terms of driving, like any long trip I take, road trip, it's something that I have to like, if I'm not going to do it, like I have to fight against it. We call them road snacks. <laughs> yeah. Did we get the road uh, snacks? A... Yeah. Yeah. We have the, we do the same thing. And, but you talking about that reminded me that I did have a habit and I'll say it's a habit and I struggled with it and I occasionally I fall back into it. I've got it licked right now. But uh, I had a habit of every morning, I had to go get my coffee at the gas station and donuts. Yeah. Plural. Every damn day. And they weren't even good. They weren't even good donuts. (laughs) It's the worst. (laughs) But I had to have them every day. And I could not... And there was something in me. I'd get my coffee, I'd look at those donuts, I'd go, I don't don't need those. I, I shouldn't eat those donuts. I shouldn't eat them, but there's something in me like, get those damn donuts. Get the donuts. And the inner part would just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could not say no to getting those donuts. Mm -hmm. That was the weirdest thing. And then it's, so then I realized it was these sugar cravings that I was going through. And I just had to, it was just cold turkey, basically. Yeah. And I just stopped cold turkey. It was sugar. And uh, any sweet thing until that craving went away. It was hard. That was a hard. That stopping that was as hard as quitting smoking. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy because it was the same exact cravings that I would have for a cigarette. 
And I, yeah. I know this cigarette's bad. I'm not going to smoke. But yet, you're getting those cigarettes and you're smoking. Yeah. It was the same thing. For me, for like, for me in terms of like, after work wanting to get the snacks, um, I know for me, a big part of it is just because I'm hungry. It's not even necessarily sugar. Um, cause if I eat, if I was to eat like, you know, an hour before a meal, then I'd be fine. I wouldn't, it wouldn't even come into my head to get, stop and get something. So that probably, that could be part of it. That was happening yeah. to you too. If you went and got your coffee, you hadn't had breakfast yet. Yeah. And your brain is probably like, hello, we need some fuel. That's a fuel we know and that we like and it's quick. Yeah. Because the, the sugar in it will, the glucose will go quickly into your brain. Ah, I never thought of that. That's true. That could, I, that could be. And I don't know if that's something, I don't know if that is exactly what's happening, but I'm pretty sure like that you're, when you're, you know, cause your brain is looking for that glucose. Huh. And I think that's a big part of it in terms of that, in terms of just those scenarios yeah. that we talked about. Yeah, it was, it was really hard. And I fall back into it every once in a while. Like, uh, when I put on that weight, just maybe a month mm-hmm. ago, I fell into yeah. that for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to fight it back again, but luckily it was, it was easier this time. Yeah, you hadn't done it as long, so. Yeah. And I knew better. And I knew the the mechanisms in it that caused it, so I, it was a little bit easier. Whew. Well, two hours and four minutes, and it's 9.30 p.m. in Michigan. Ooh. So let's wrap this thing up, because i got to get up at what time? I don't know what time you get up. 4.30 now, because 5 o'clock wasn't early enough, so now I need 4.30 so I'm not rushed around. <laughs> Why wasn't five o'clock early enough? Nope. Five o'clock pushed me nope. pushed me too hard. I had to rush every minute to get up, oh. get ready, get out the door, get to the gym in time, get my workout in, get up, change, get back and be done and be to work. It was just a constant rush, 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 rush. So four thirty will take some of that ease you know, ease that a little bit for me. So Good luck. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to see right, your yeah. face there calling me a pussy in the morning when the alarm goes off. and go, oh, yeah. damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, we learned a little bit. I don't think we got that much of far into habit creating as we did goals and just. Um, well, I think I think that's what we got. Is, is I think it's the same thing. I think it's all interconnected. Yeah. Yeah, we never got to the real subconscious habits. We kind of dealt mostly with. Uh, habits that we thought about, and we had to think about and do. I don't, yeah, I don't think there are that many like subconscious habits. That's what I, I mean, think about it. Or the ones that they are is just they're not bad or they're not any like good or bad. It's just like breathing, like yeah, they're things that happen. Right. Okay. I well. think we uh, we also don't know enough about uh <laughs> like neuroscience to uh, <laughs> no we don't know shit we're stupid stuff. I'm stupid you you went you have more schooling than me but uh, we learn I mean we both spend a lot of time on uh, trying to le- learn things yeah that's why I think one reason we do this you know at least if we have this dialogue 
It makes us think deeper than we would have on our own, and come up with yeah. we each come up with different ideas so that we can expand on it and and learn. So I, I mean, I learned, came across, we come up with some good things. I think a little bit better understanding for me when you told me some of the things that you did. Um, I didn't think of a lot of it that way, so it's interesting. And it's just going to help me in in making goals and trying to make habits of good things. Yeah. Yep. Very positive. Stoked. Yep. All right, you're going to be here in two weeks. Yep. Less than two weeks. Thirteen. Less than two weeks. Oh, you're coming in on what day? The 26th. 26th, okay. We got 11 days. All right. Uh, we'll try to line up a we'll try and line up a guest and maybe we'll do a couple podcasts if we can. Yeah, if we, if we can. Yeah, if you think of anybody, you know, I wouldn't mind getting Josh Cast on. That would be all right. It'd be interesting. That would be. That's that's probably not going to happen. Oh, that's right, because he's getting married. God dang it, he won't yeah. do it. <laughs> He'll be busy. <laughs> yeah, I would like to get his perspective on a few things, but uh, yeah, everywhere from religion to bodybuilding, it'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Another time, we'll get him. Yep. All right. Well, we'll we'll think about that and podcast number four. Pretty much in the books here, and uh, we're gonna have our religion podcast pretty soon, I think. Another week or two. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I actually just had an idea. We'll just tell you off. Okay. Off of this though, so we all don't right. have to talk about that. But good. All right. All right. Well, good seeing you, bud. And I'll mm-hmm. uh, I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.